0: You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. We're in the middle of the 10th chapter, or I should say the beginning of the 10th chapter of Pesachem, which describes the Seder. We closed yesterday on the first cup, Mazgulokos Rishon. They mixed him the first cup, there's a question about whether we bless first over the day and then over the wine or vice versa and then we really get into the Seder and what is fascinating about this chapter of the Mishnah is that we get in to a Seder we recognize as our Seder today and furthermore we recognize that this Seder that we see in the Mishnah which is the same as our Seder today was actually describing the Seder that they carried out at the time of the Beit Migdash and we'll see that by the way in the third in the third Mishnah but at the end of the third Mishnah but let's just start very briefly and then we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see. They bring before him. (laughs) Now this is very puzzling and both the printed text and the Kalfa manuscript agree with this reading. They bring before him. Nobody knows what they bring before him, or at least the Gemara supposes. Perhaps it's the Seder table. Perhaps it's the vegetables. We can speculate. They bring something before him anyway. It's probably something to do with food. He dips in lettuce. That's very odd. We think about dipping in something else, but we're explicitly said the Mishnah says he dips in the lettuce. Maybe this means he dips with the lettuce. That's probably the right way of putting it because we know there are going to be two dippings. Maybe let's translate it that way. He dips with the lettuce. Until he reads the appetizer that precedes the bread. So this seems to run all the way through the all the way through the. Um, the that we before the before the matzah lefanav <speaking> matzah <in> vchazeret vcharoset so now we're going to say explicitly what they bring right they bring the matzah lefanav <speaking> matzah <in> vchazeret vcharoset they bring before him matzah and lettuce and charoset look they even you know we think about the charoset as something nice that is made today just to make the bitter herb a little bit less bitter but they had charoset in the time of the mishnah they had haroset and they bring two dishes well so already in the in the mishnah there's a question as you know maybe the haroset is just for fun maybe it's it's not a mitzvah rabbi eliezer rabbi eliezer rabbi Komer mitzvah rabbi eliezer either in the name of Rabbi Tzalak or son of Rabbi Tzalak, says it is a mitzvah. So he's saying not only do we have charoset in the time of the Mishnah, but it's a mitzvah. And of course, that's the second dipping. We're going to dip the maror in the charoset just as if just as we're going to dip the um, uh, the lettuce that we started off with in whatever we're going to dip it in, in vinegar or salt water or whatever. What are these shnei tavshilin? What are the two dishes? Well, let's not forget that we've got two sacrifices. We're going to figure in later in, later on in the, the chapter, tomorrow or the next day, we'll get onto the brachot that we say before eating the two sacrifices. But there are two cooked dishes. There's the Pesach sacrifice and there's the chagiga. The Pesach sacrifice is special for Pesach. And the chagiga is an offering that we can bring on any festival. So we have two if you like, two lumps of meat. And this is probably what Shnei Tov Shilin refers to. And now I think we have the shank bone and the boiled egg to remind us that there were once two, uh, if you like, two lumps of meat on the Seder table. And, Uvamikdash, Mavim lefanav kufoshel pasach. And in the temple they bring before him the body of the Pesach. So this Mishnah is clearly being written in the time of the. The time of the Midash. So maybe the Shnei Tav Shilin here are not the Pesach and the... Uh, yeah may, maybe the Shnei Tav Shilin are reminiscent of the Pesach and the Chagiga rather than being the Pesach and the Hagiga itself. What's going to happen next? They mix the second cup. And here the son is going to ask or the daughter the child here the child is going to ask <laughs> if the child doesn't have knowledge his father teaches him how is this diff- night different from all other nights I'm not sure whether this is, should be pointed with a question mark or with an explanation mark it could be like how different this is or it could be a question how is this night different from all other nights we don't we we can read the Mishnah either way but again it's fascinating that this we can see this Mishnah absolutely in our Haggadah and then we have the four questions and you'll notice by the way that these four questions in the Haggadah are in a different order from the order in which they are in uh, in the, the, the four questions in our Haggadah are different questions and they are in a different order let's let's have a look at the Mishnah on all other nights we don't even dip once this night tonight we dip twice on all other nights we eat chametz and matzah, tonight only matzah. You can hear, by the way, the poetry in the Mishnah. And there is poetry in the Haggadah. But often when we read the Haggadah, we don't recognize that that poetry comes from the Mishnah. We've seen already that the Mishnah likes to use poetic structures. It likes to use repetition and alliteration and It's doing this at this time and it's gonna carry on on all other nights we eat other vegetables tonight only bitter herbs and then finally and this is the one that we don't ask we don't ask nowadays we haven't asked since the temple's been destroyed on um, all other nights we eat meat um, we can eat meat which is roasted, boiled, or cooked. Tonight is only roasted. So those are the four questions of the Mishnah. Today's, uh, of course, today we ask a question about reclining. Maybe it was obvious in the time of the Mishnah that they reclined because we're living in Roman times, right? In the Mishnah, everybody reclined. Maybe the question about reclining was put in in order to balance out the question about roast, which of course is taken out, uh, which is not relevant anymore fida shall and according to the intellect of the son, does the father instruct him, umsayem besheva, we begin with shame and end with praise. That shame might have been the original idolatry, or it might have might have been the slavery in Egypt. That's the dispute between Rav and Shmuel in the Haggadah. and there are, if you like, two ver- there are two answers in the Haggadah. one from Rav and one from Shmuel. One beginning with slavery, and the other beginning with idolatry. We're going to end with Hallel. V'doresh me'arami ovedavi ad sheigmo kol habarsha And um, we're going to drush. I've translated here as interpreted. We're going to we're going to um, yeah, we're going to drush. We're going to interpret from my father was a wandering Aramaean until we complete the whole section. We mentioned yesterday, by the way, that the Haggadah is full of fours and for every four, there's a hidden five. So we've seen, for example, that there are four questions, but actually there's a fifth question. And you'll notice I, I've just brought you the verses from our Ami Ovedavi. This is the um, declaration over the first fruits, which everybody would say when they brought their first fruits to Jerusalem. So this you might say, by the way, this is the only prayer which is explicitly written out in Tanakh. You know, Shema is there in Tanakh, but there's no... Um, no, but the, the, the Torah doesn't explicitly say, look, you know, recite these words. But it does say, Ve vea marta. when you bring the, the first fruits, you have to say this recitation. Ve marta, hashem and then it goes on. And this is the main part of the Haggadah, of the drush of the Haggadah. And again, you will notice that there are four verses. The Haggadah drushes four verses. But just as the, there are, far, there's a fifth promise uh, there's a fifth verse too at the end of these four verses um, the he brought us to this place and gave us this land a land flowing in milk and honey so we have another example of four with a hidden five and then Rabban Gamliel is going to say, you can see, feel we're shooting through the Mishnah here. Rabban Gamliel, sorry, we're shooting through the Haggadah here. The Mishnah deals with it very compactly. The Haggadah explains it at greater length. Rabban Gamliel ha'ya omer kol shelo amar eilu Rav Gamliel says that you have to set mention three things on Pesach to fulfil your obligation the Pesach Matzaumaronizer them the Pesach the and the Maror The Pesach because the Ham Pesach Al Shum Pasachama Albate's rhyme because the Pesach because the he. Which translated here as the omnipresent. He passed over Hamakom, the place, passed over the houses of our fathers in Egypt. Matzah, Shum Shenigalu, the Matzah, because of our fathers were redeemed. This is a very short version of the Mishnah. In Kaufman, and Kaufman, I'm just looking at this very carefully. Kaufman doesn't mention the um the I don't think. Kaufman mentions the bitter herbs. That's very interesting. He doesn't mention the bitter herbs. He cuts it out. That's really I I, I think. No 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 no. I've I've cut it out. I've I've edited. I've edited. I've edited out. And the, um. And the mural rim. Al shum shemarou hamitzrim et chayevutenu bemitzraim and the murorim and the bitter herbs because the Egyptians bittered our life in the land of Egypt. He has that before the matzah, before the matzah, and therefore it's our duty the fiqah hanakufayvim lehadot lahalel leshaber La leromam lahadar La aleu le kales le mish asal la votenu velanu et kol hanisim ha elu hotzianu mi abdu le cherut mi agonusim bcha me ever liyom tov u me afelale or gadol mishibudli gula Omar Fanav hallelujah. This is the beginning of the brachah over the song. Our duty to thank and praise and laud and glorify and raise up and beautify, bless, extol and adore Him who made all these miracles for our fathers and us who brought us from slavery into freedom, from sorrow to joy, from mourning to festivity, from darkness into light, going back to darkness and light, and from servitude into redemption, let us say before him hallelujah. And at that point we, we start to recite Hallel. So this is the introduction to the Hallel. Now some of us have a custom of saying Hallel in shul actually, in the land of Israel. They will recite Hallel in um in shul after uh well during my Ma- uh, after mariv on um on area pesach perhaps in order to spin out the sh- I-, I originally thought in order to dr- to sort of lengthen out the shul service so that when people got home to begin their pesach meal it was already dark but um, my uh, my teacher my teacher Pardes when said to me once said to me no 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 benedict the original hallel the primary hallel is on Erev pesach we're going to say so that the the mishnah says we're going to say hallel and that indeed is the primary time when mish hallel was said and we haven't learned the ninth chapter yet but i in closing before we get on to the definition of the halal which we're going to get on to in the next mishnah i just wanted to bring you the third mishnah from the ninth chapter which talks about halal ma ben what's the difference between the first pesach and the second one the mishnah here is talking about pesach in nisan and pesach sheni a month later where which is the second uh, second chance to eat the pesach offering for those who were unclean first time round and the mishnah there says the first Pesach has to have halel when it's eaten you have to sing Hallel when you're eating the Pesach apparently not a month later the second Pesach Pesach Sheni doesn't require halel. although by the way they both require halel when they're sacrificed In other words, Hallel was recited in the temple while the Leviim were slaughtering the Pesach animals, both for first Pesach and the second Pesach, and of course they're both eaten roasted with matzah and bitter herbs, and they both override Shabbat. But certainly they both have Hallel when they're slaughtered, and the first one must have Hallel when it's being eaten, that's right the way back to the Mishnah.